to Biblical Talks Podcast with Michael Tolliver. This podcast is dedicated to biblical teaching and having worldview discussions from a biblical perspective. Here is today's podcast. Beloved, brains don't walk, brains don't talk, brains don't move. Brains are the control center of the thought and the mind. The job of the body is to pull off the actions, the movements, the operation that comes from the brain's direction. In medical science, there's a disease called myotheus graphics, and it is a disease of the nervous system. As nerves intersect with muscles, and on the end of those muscles is a motor implant. Now, this motor implant receives a signal that has been sent by the brain to the muscle. And it is relayed to the muscle via the motor implant. If a person thinks to himself or herself, move your arm to the right. The arm will cooperate because the brain sent a message through the nerves to inform the muscles that what the brain wants to do. But in the MG disease, there is already a relay switch that is not working. Now, even though the brain is sending the message, the muscle doesn't get it because the relay switch, the motor implant doesn't transmit it. This result in the neurological disease. Now, in order to fix that, you have to fix the motor implant. Now, here's the problem. Jesus has with his church. The church motor implant isn't working. Jesus sends the signal and we don't hear it. It's evident the church doesn't hear because we don't move. If a person tells his or her arm to move to the right and it doesn't, Something is wrong with the brain or the arm. If the church isn't moving according to what God has said in his word, something must be wrong with either the church or the head. Beloved, there is nothing wrong with the head. Jesus is the perfect head. The head is absolutely right. There is nothing wrong with the head. The problem is that the arm thinks it's the head. That's the problem with God's children today. The problem with the church today and with churches today is that no one wants to be responsible to the head. But everyone wants the privilege that comes from the head. I want you to listen to Dr. Lockridge as he talked about the problem with the churches today. I thought this was very interesting what he said. a day instead of giving God the glory and honor and thanking him for our very being, we find ourselves complimenting and bragging each other and bragging on ourselves. The church even has uh, taken secondary issues and given them priority to the neglect of the essential. We are majoring in minors. The things that matter most, we 
give little attention. And the things that don't really matter, we go all out for. The church today is so pragmatic, it's so programmed and structured, it's so success conscious and so success centered until we are striving for fulfillment of our own needs. We're trying to satisfy our own desires. The church has slipped into a philosophy of religious humanism. We have turned away from God and we are turned to human beings. We're bragging on ourselves, oh, what a good man, a good woman am I. Everything I have above nothing, God gave it to me. And the least I can do is give him the honor, the glory. The least I can do is say thank you to him. I've been saved and I was saved by grace through faith. And the faith was not mine. It was a gift of God. What have I got to brag about? I've got nobody to brag about but Jesus himself. We turned away from him. Now many people, they are more loyal to their friends around them than they are to the Lord Jesus. We're more honest with one another than we are the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, if I borrow money from you, I'll pay you. But it, when it comes to giving God what I owe him or what he has asked me to do, then I go to checking to see if I'm able. We are more loyal uh, to sports, and I love sports, than we are to the Lord Jesus Christ. My favorite team is winning. I'm shouting, just having a good time, and I don't care who knows it. But when I come to worship the Lord, I get all dignified. I get status conscious. I wonder what the people are going to say about me. I don't want to ruin my reputation. Isn't it strange that people look everywhere for salvation and turn away from the only one who can save us? Even in our churches now, we minimize responsibilities and we emphasize privileges. Many times when we go out to witness, we are talking about mundane things and things that don't really matter. We tell them, come with us. Our brand of Christianity is fun. We make it easy for you uh, to worship. If you come with us, you can worship in air-conditioned comfort. Come on with us. You don't hear anything about fire and brimstone in our church. There's no obligation, no commitment, no responsibility. You don't even have to change your lifestyle. No discipline, no repentance. Just come on with us. We have a ball say not one word about Jesus. 
and he's the only one who can save us. Then, you know, one of the big divisions of the devil's work is to turn people's minds away from God. And do you know, people are still believing the devil rather than God. Now people are saying that Jesus Christ is a myth. They say the Bible is just a legend. You don't need to say our father. You can say our father, our mother. You're what, but that's somebody who doesn't know the Lord. Uh, but I'm afraid that too many of us who call ourselves being sophisticated, up-to-date, and relevant with the times, we get taken in by that kind of a thing. You can't substitute for the Word of God. There's no substitute for salvation. There's nobody like Jesus. I don't care where you go. There's just nobody like Him. You know, people are looking for substitute saviors and they're looking for pseudo-gods. That's the reason so many people uh, go on drugs. They're looking for a way out. Well, I tell you, the only way out is up. The only one who can bring us out is the Lord Jesus Christ. There's no need of depending on drugs. Some people even think that prayer is by proxy, that you have to get somebody else to do your prayer. Now, I appreciate people praying for me, but nobody can talk to the Lord for me like I can. And I'm so glad that he has provided a communication system where I can get in touch with him anywhere, talk to him about anything, and nobody's in my way. In these times of replicas and facsimiles, we need to look for the authentic. Now, no matter what the world offers you, there's nobody like him in his ascension. There's nobody like him in his return. Oh, there's just nobody like him. You know, God has given him a name that's above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. And every tongue should confess that he is Lord. There's nobody like him. He's the one who walked on the brow of nothing, and with a gesture of his hands, words were formed scooped out the seas with the palm of his hand, dug deep the gorges and piled up the hills and propped up the mountain by his wheel. There's nobody like it. Well, he's the one who smiles in a rainbow and laughs in the light. He's the one who takes stars and fastens his vest with them. There's nobody like him. Well, his hand is firm and friendly, his heart is true and tender, his help is always timely. In his presence is the fullness of joy. There's nobody like him. Well, he has a name that's above every name, I say. To his name, there's no norm. To his fame, there's no finality. To his claim, there's no confine. To his love, there's no limit. To his honor, there's no horizon. To his beauty, there's no boundary. To his truth, there's no terminus. To his mercy, there's no measure. I'm trying to tell you there's nobody like him. Well, then now, now he will do right. 
You know, we have to go to courts trying to get justice and all that. But he is a ruler that will do right. He's righteous in his rule. He's lustrous in his love. He's famous in his fullness. He's glorious in his grace. He's cautious in his care. He's precious in his peace. He's judicious in his justice. And he's bounteous in his blessing. There's just nobody like him. What I like about him, he never retracts a promise. Whatever he has promised you, he will fulfill. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. In that promise, you can read it backwards or forwards, and it means the same thing. You leave nor forsake, never will I. He will never retract a promise. He will never relinquish his power. He will never repeal a pledge. He never slumbers nor sleeps. He's never in a hurry, but he's always on time. There's just nobody like it. He procured redemption. He promotes peace. He purifies sin. And he's provided access to the throne of grace. So that one like me can get in touch with him anytime, anywhere. There's nobody like him. Don't you go on down, limping down life's road. Come to Jesus. He's the only one who can save you. Come to Jesus. That's the only name you can pray. Come to Jesus. That's the only name we can meet in. Come to Jesus. He's the only name that can go with us every step of the way you see just in a little while each one of us is going to have to go our separate ways but he is able to go with every one of us simultaneously he can go with you and god knows he's with me there's just nobody like do you know him today have you trusted him if you have not you can do it right now in a moment and a twinkling of an eye you don't have to leave here and go and talk with anybody just come on to him our father and our god we are thankful for your word that's a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path our father we are thankful for the privilege that we have together here in worship and in fellowship and in praise and in prayer Oh God, may each person here think on his and her way. Our Father, those here who have not accepted you as Savior, we pray that they will do it now. Those who will not acknowledge you as Lord, let them know that you are not going to be their Savior, our Lord. But you're going to be Savior and Lord. And our Father, help them to turn, help them to come to Thee. Help them to look to You and live. And our Father, some have gotten weak on the way. We pray that You will renew our strength. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
beloved Paul said in Second Timothy, share in suffering as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. We live in a world now where we have to be committed to Christ at all costs. May God give us a grace to be committed. Have a blessed day. for listening to Biblical Talks. This podcast is solely supported by listener donations. Please go to biblicaltalks.com to support this podcast and have a blessed day.